Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you all about independence. It came to me very clearly as I was meditating, trying to decide what I wanted to talk to you about And it was amazing to me because it aligned perfectly with something that just happened in my life. So I thought I would share a story with you and relate how the story affects the message that you're receiving today. So I want to talk to you about my grandmother. My mom's mom is an amazing person. She has very strong Christian faith. Her story is amazing. She grew up in Missouri, and actually I think even parts of Illinois, but she was in Missouri for part of her childhood around the Cape Girardeau area, and she only went to sixth grade because her parents told her that she could either finish high school or she could get married. So my grandmother chose to get married instead of getting her high school diploma which to me was astounding. I'm like, what? But apparently it was very common back then. So she got married at 14, and I believe she had my, my uncle when she was 16. Now, my grandmother never learned how to drive because my grandpa tried to teach her one time and became very frustrated at her and yelled at her, and she never wanted to learn again. So her whole life, she's never had a driver's license. Now she lived um, with her husband and then with her children, and eventually they had six children, and her job was taking care of him, taking care of the kids, and that was basically all she really knew. You know, she didn't get out a lot. If she wanted to go to the store or whatever, someone would have to take her, or they'd walk, or the kids would walk, she didn't have a driver's license. And so this was my grandma's life. And after my grandpa died, they had a house in Collinsville and he died. He passed away and she bought herself a trailer. And at the time, you know, trailers were in the late sixties, early seventies. That was kind of the thing for older people to do sometimes. Right? So she did, she bought her own and she lived in it for 40 years. I remember growing up, you know, that's where we went to my grandma's house and she would babysit for us. All right. Sorry, guys. Once again, Nala wants to get in on the story. So anyway, she had a trailer and we would go to her house. You know, she babysat for myself and my cousins. And we always got together there once or twice a week to visit with her, the whole family. And now looking back and like, how do we all fit there? It was a very small place. But we would go there. And then we decided, you know, that it was getting time for her to get out of there because it was falling apart around her. As, you know, trailers really are not meant to last 40 years. So it was amazing that hers lasted that long. So we had to move her into an, it wasn't assisted living. It was actually an apartment. But it was an apartment for people who were 55 or older. So you had to be buzzed to get in. And there was uh, someone on there on staff all the time. 
but they, it was not assisted living. You know, she had a stove and she had this little apartment. She was there and she hated it. The first, you know, few, I, she was there maybe a few years. She hated it the first year for sure. She hated it. So all we heard about was how she wished she was back at her other place. And we would tell her, you know, you, you can't be there. You have to adjust to this new place. Just hated it. And griped the whole time. And then she started getting used to it a little more. She still didn't like it, but she didn't complain as much as she did. So we knew she was kind of adjusting to it. Well, they had to remodel. And she needed to be out of the apartment for a day while they were doing the remodeling. Well, the day that she had to go and be out of the apartment, she like lost her balance on a step at someone's house and fell and broke her hip. So then they had to do surgery and there was a big ordeal and she had to go into rehab and she wasn't supposed to go back to her apartment by herself. She needed to have care. She was done with the rehab. She didn't want to be there. So she insisted on going somewhere else. So my aunt took her in and she was there for a little while and hated it there and got mad and wanted to leave. Long story, I know it's too late, long story short, she ended up coming back too soon. Her hip wasn't healed. She constantly had problems walking and didn't want to walk. And we realized she couldn't be in an apartment by herself. She needed help because she never really fully gained her strength back from that hip. We were not strong enough with her telling her she needed to do the rehab. She needed. She just decided she was done. She was going to quit. And that was it. And so then we had to find an assisted living place for her because things kept happening. She would fall or she was forgetting things, you know, different, just different things were happening. She was constantly having bladder infections, which would cause, um, her to become disoriented and to hallucinate and she was seeing her apartment was flooded when it was not flooded so we knew we had to get her some help so she went into assisted living kicking and screaming and it was a very nice place you know we thought it was a nice place and she didn't like it hated it but she actually was improving there because they made her get up and go down to dinner they made her go walk and she really was getting better there and it we could see her getting better, but she wasn't doing enough. She wasn't doing enough that they asked her to do to get better because in her mind, she was the victim. They kicked her out of the other place and took her money. You know, no one kicked her out. She had to be moved to another place. Some of you may be listening to this going, oh my gosh, that's my parent or my grandparent. Yes. So this is someone who unfortunately has chosen to have a victim mindset. She wanted to be independent, yet she was not ever doing anything to maintain her independence, like walking. A simple act of getting up and walking, she would not do. And you would ask her, hey, when she was at the apartment, we'd say, hey, you need to, let's go walk up and down the hall a few times, and she wouldn't do it. And her legs and feet were constantly swollen, and she always had bladder issues, and it was just a nightmare. And it was a really big burden for everyone else trying to make sure she was taken care of. Well, when she went to assisted living and they were making her become more independent, it was helping. But unfortunately, 
it was like too little too late it wasn't enough because they I personally feel like had they given her a little more time because she was still in that victim mentality of you put me here and I don't want to be here had she just had a positive attitude and tried to work with them I think it would have been fine but she didn't and the reason I'm telling you this story is because we went to visit her today she had to leave the assisted living place they called my mom the week of Christmas and said you need to get her out and she had been there since I think September so she'd only been there four months maybe and they gave her a week and it was the week of Christmas and they said you need to have her out so in the freezing cold weather we were all over there trying to get her stuff out and of course the only place they had for her because of timing and everything was in a nursing home in the memory care ward and they're very nice to her it's not about that but she doesn't have an apartment. She doesn't have anywhere that's just her own, where people leave her alone, that she, you know, she has a roommate. And so today when my mom and I went to see her, she was crying and just saying that, you know, she can't believe this is what her life became and just totally in the victim mentality. And I understand it because I would, I would not like to be in a place where I didn't have my own space. But my mom and I were discussing it on the way home and we both felt very bad and we tried to give her a pep talk and, you know, tried to offer to take her outside, take her to the store, take her to get ice cream, take her anywhere. She didn't want to do anything. She didn't want to go outside. You know, it was just, I'm stuck here and I'm unhappy about it. So the reason that I tell you this story, this long drawn out story, is because the reason she ended up where she is is because she refused to help herself and instead she decided to play the victim everything was happening to her she had no control when in reality that is not the case she absolutely could have taken control of the situation she absolutely could have done everything they asked her to do and she would have still had her own little apartment But she doesn't see it that way. She sees it that we're all picking on her. We all moved her to a place she hates. We don't care about her. And that could not be farther from the truth. But I'm telling you that mindset is everything. And there are so many people out there who could be possibly headed down the same road simply because you're choosing to focus on negative things. You're choosing to see yourself as a victim and you're choosing to have a bad attitude and then you're getting upset because nothing's going out, nothing's working out for you. Nothing's going in your favor. And you want to know why nothing's going in your favor and it it's and I'm not laughing. But it it's a little funny to me that anyone would think that having a bad attitude, not changing your actions, not changing your mindset, that that's gonna get you anywhere. I mean, I don't know what you think that's gonna do for you, but there are so many people who choose to do that. They choose to sit in a corner and cry and feel sorry for themselves and not do a damn thing about anything. And I don't know what you think you're accomplishing when you do that. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's so many people out there listening who are awesome and they have these positive attitudes and they're great. That's great. But there's someone who needed to hear this message today. There's someone who's sitting in the corner in their chair with their arms crossed, mad at the world, wondering why everything bad happens to you. And I'm here to tell you that you are calling more of that stuff in. When you sit there and you play the victim and you choose not to help yourself, nothing's going to change for you. In fact, it's probably going to get worse. There are way too many people out there who feel like everyone owes them something. Nothing is ever their fault. Everything always happens to them, not for them. And I'm here to tell you that your actions are what is causing your problems. Your attitude is causing your problems. Your negativity and your victimhood is causing your problems. Some people, and I don't understand this, I mean, I understand feeling like a victim. I used to do that. I can understand that. But I don't understand wanting to live in that place because it's a dark and miserable place. When you sit there and you feel like nothing is your fault and you don't have control over anything and everything's always happening to you, You are lying to yourself. You know why you want to say nothing ever is your fault and that everything happens to you? It's because then you don't have to take responsibility for some of the stuff that you're doing. But if you don't stand up and look at yourself in the mirror, take a good look and say, I'm responsible for my reality. I'm creating my reality then nothing's ever going to change. The very first thing you have to do is you have to know that you're the one who creates that reality. Nobody else does that for you. Yeah, things happen in our lives sometimes that aren't in our control, and it's because of other people. But we can choose how we react to that, and how we react to it is exactly why things keep happening. Because if you have people in your life who want to dump on you, It's your responsibility to stand up for yourself and say, stop it. You know, another thing that happened today that goes right along with this conversation is I was talking to my sister and she was talking about the assistant in her classroom and how she just feels so stressed and so overwhelmed because she has to do a lot of the things and she doesn't step up to help her out. And I interrupted her and I said, Mary, that's your fault. You have to tell her what you want her to do. You cannot expect her to read your mind, number one. And number two, she's not going to step up and take the initiative to do it because she would have done it already. Some people will just jump in and help any which way they can. And those people are great and you never have to tell them what do you need. But most people are not like that. Most people will go into a job and do what they think they have to do and they're not going to do that much more than that. And I said to her, she's already proven that she's not going to take the initiative. But if you told her what you wanted her to do or what you needed her to do, she would do it. But you're not delegating to her what you need her to do. And I know that there are many people out there who are listening who are also not doing the same thing. 
You're not telling people in your life what you need help with. And I, you know what? I'll be the first person to tell you. I used to be like that. I was like that with my kids too. Like I wouldn't tell them that I needed help with something. And then I would be frustrated like they're seeing me struggle with this and yet they're not helping. But you know what? It was like when I would go to carry in the groceries. I'm like the person who tries to carry in every bag in one trip and not see if I can do it. Yeah, that's me. I don't know why. It's just how I do it. And I would see my children watching me like carrying in all these bags. I'm like, why weren't they not even thinking to help? You know, but had I said anything to them? No. And one time I asked my son if he could, you know, help me bring something in. And ever since then, if that boy sees me coming in with groceries, he runs out to help. And it's not because he was just inconsiderate. It was just, I hadn't told him I needed help or could have used help or that it was polite to help. But now he does it every time. Or he'll say, do you need me to go get them for you? Because we do the pickup. You know? So it's our fault if we're not stepping up and telling people how we need to be treated, how, what we need help with. And that's the same thing with her, with my grandma too. It's like, she needed help. But she didn't want to get, you know, she didn't want to be a part of helping herself. She just wanted everyone else to do it for her. And unfortunately, that's what has led to where she is now. And I hate it. It sucks. It feels terrible to see her that way. But if you're not going to let other people in to help you, if you're not going to try to be independent yourself, if you're not going to try to change your mindset, because had she changed her mindset at all from being a victim to that of, hey, I can do anything I want to do if I just put my mind to it. And I know that she's capable of that because there was a time when she was younger when she tore her rotator cuff and they did surgery and they said it was the most difficult therapy around and she did it no problems and they were amazed at her but she was determined and that's when she lived on her own she was determined that she was going to do it so your mindset has absolutely everything to do with it so sitting there and crying and playing the victim and saying you can't do it or everyone always does whatever to you is not going to help you and it's not, not going to get you the results you want to see. It starts with you. You have to be the change that you wish to see. You can complain all you want, but if that's all you're doing is complaining, it's not going to do anything for you. It's going to make you upset. It's going to make you depressed, angry, and going to cause you to have a bad day. You have got to learn how to flip the script. You've got to learn how to change your attitude to think more positively. You have to. It's easy to slip into that mindset of everything always happens to me. I think of it as like an Eeyore mindset, right? Eeyore with his head hanging down and his tail falls off all the time. And he says, woe is me. And it's like you've got this little black cloud over your head all of the time. And believe me, when you're like that, nobody wants to be around you. Because it's no fun to be around people who drain the life out of you because they're so miserable. When you start changing your mindset and you start being more positive, positive things start happening. 
my sister said to me today, she's like, I'm going to rub your arm to rub some of that positive energy and that manifesting energy off onto me, laughing at me because of things that are going on in my life. And I said to her, I said, you're totally capable of having the same thing. It's within your reach. You've got to start changing the way you see things and what you do and how you react. It's all mindset. I promise you. When you expect good things, good things happen. And that's not to say nothing bad will ever happen to you, but I believe that when those things happen, it's a test. The universe is asking, number one, are you ready for all this abundance that's coming your way? Can you handle it? And number two, the universe is asking, how are you going to react when bad things happen? Are you going to explode again? Lose your cool? Overreact? Where are you going to understand that we have your back? Because it's all about trusting the universe. You're co-creating with the universe. So if you overreact, it's because you're not trusting. You don't trust that the universe has your best interest at heart. And I get it. Trusting is hard, especially if you've been hurt. But if there's anyone or anything you could trust, it is the universe. Everything always works out perfectly for your highest good. And until you start realizing that, okay, if you are in huge financial debt, start praying for people to show up that can help you get out of it. Start praying for creative ways to get out of the debt. You know, that's why Heather and I created this class. And we're about to launch a free program that you can get into that will just be a sampling of what our class is going to be about but we're going to give you some tools to kind of get you started and then you'll see what we're going to be doing in this class and you can get in on it and it's going to help you even just to do the free stuff but you've got to do something you know if things aren't working because you keep doing the same thing over and over again you've got to change something sometimes it's even in just changing the way we pray I used to pray for very specific things and say, I want this and I want that. I don't do that anymore. Instead, I might pray, please bring me people into my life who can help me make connections that can help me with my business or that can help me in teaching or that can help me in whatever. Fill in the blank. Help me to make connections with those people. Help bring people into my life who can make me a better person. Help me to live a better life. I just shifted the way I thought about things, really. Because when we ask for specific things, sometimes we're limiting what the universe can and wants to bring us. So we really need to be open about that. Don't tell me, bring me a six foot seven, blonde haired, blue eyed guy, bring me $5,000. Don't pray that way. Because you're limiting the universe. Maybe the universe wanted to bring you $5 million. So why limit? Or if you are looking for a specific goal, like you're wanting to increase your business, you could ask, bring me 12 clients or more. I say this or better. Whatever it is. But don't say you can only bring me this or it can only happen in this way. 
because you're limiting what the universe can do. All right, guys. Well, whoever needed to hear that, you're not a victim. Things can get better, and you're not alone. Everyone feels badly at one time or another, but it's the people who understand that they have to get back up and get back in the game and fight again. Those are the ones who are successful. The ones who understand that it's all about your determination and your mindset. When someone tells me I can't do something, oh my gosh, challenge accepted. Seriously, anytime people have told me you can't do that, they told me you can't be a German teacher. You'll never find a job. Challenge accepted. You can't be a Reiki practitioner. You can't have a podcast. No one will listen to you. Challenge accepted. Don't tell me no. And it's what fuels me sometimes. The critics, the people who tell you you can't, that is just adding fire to my belly. That is like giving me fuel for my race because I'm going to show you that I can. Because in my mind, my mindset is with the universe behind me, there's nothing I can't do. Nothing. And that needs to be your mindset too. And what we don't do is we don't struggle. We give it to the universe. We thank the universe and thank the universe every day for what's coming. Thank you for the blessings that I can't even see yet. I know you're working behind the scenes on my behalf. So thank you. And when they do come in, thank you for that. That was awesome. That new client, oh my gosh, thank you. That new job, thank you. That new relationship, thank you. Always showing our gratitude and showing we're ready for even more blessings. And there's enough to go around. They are unlimited. So if you change that mindset, you get ready for those blessings. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you before I left. <coughs> Excuse me. This is from the Goddess Guidance Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue. It's Bast. Bast is the Egyptian goddess who changes into a cat and comes in and protects people at night. The card is independent. Your independence is a foundation for your strength and success. And so let me get the extended message here for this card. I always like to do the extended when it's a new deck. All right, so the extended meanings could be spend time alone, give yourself permission to play, ask for your needs to be met, make your own decision, work with cats, pay attention to your pet feline and or get a new cat. Now, I don't know if that get a cat message was for someone, but I do think the other things are valid. You know, sometimes we need to ask for help. Sometimes we need to do things on our own more. So whatever message you needed to hear, I hope that you got it. And I hope that you guys have a beautiful day. Please check out my website if you would like any information on how you can work with me. There's so many different ways. I do Reiki sessions. 
I do um, intuitive life coaching, spiritual life coaching, card readings, and past life regression. Soon I will also be offering teaching Reiki, so stay tuned for that. I'm in a course right now. And um, I also have guided meditations that you can purchase that are only $10 each. So go there and check out the guided meditations. I'm still selling the bracelets that will benefit the Foster and Adoption Care Coalition. So you can purchase those just when you click on the link on PayPal on my website to pay for them. Just put in your address so I know where to ship them. The bracelets have been infused with Reiki healing energy, and they've also been infused with Moldavite essential oil. They smell amazing. And the Moldavite essential oil helps to clear your energy chakras. It also helps to open your third eye and crown chakra. So if you're interested in those, those are still available on the website, and my niece and daughter have helped me to make those. So they are made with love and infused with Reiki. All right, don't forget to join me on Facebook Live, Tuesdays at 7. And as always, please share this podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast. It helps others to find it. And of course, my mission is to help heal as many people as possible. So you all, as part of my soul family and soul tribe, are helping me on my mission. And I really, really appreciate that. I am sending you guys so much love and light. I hope you have an awesome, awesome day. I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.